0: first, there is no failure for me. Everything is about learning. And um, I really want our generation to be aware that we are here to redefine work. And redefining work also goes through the fact that we have to redefine success, just as you said, and um, learn to accept and embody what we call failure, just as part of the experiences we need to do um, to learn and grow into life. So really my message is about our generation, redefining work at this per- period in time.
1: The art of heart-centered creations is what we're exploring today with Estelovi a French-African artist who used to have an amazing business career, graduated from elite French business schools only to find herself unhappy and fulfilled, but also courageous enough to follow her inner soul's calling and courageous to reappear on her stage and then share with others the art of pursuing one's own passion and finding one's own voice. So here we go. Another conversation about failure, about matrix, about what we perceive as a success in life and how true success is following one's heart. Yeah. Maybe let's start with how you're designed into what felt like a failing life path um, happened. In your TED speech, you you mentioned something around knowing that your life is meant for the stage, but still you applied for a business school. And so I'm wondering, uh, how did it happen? How is it that we, as little kids, we are so in tune with what makes our hearts sing, what we're the best at, yet somewhere along the way we forget it only to find ourselves in careers that make us feel exhausted and unaligned and, and feeling like there's something missing in our lives. What was it that was blocking you from pursuing what you felt deep down was your true path for so many years?
0: Well, I would say two things about it. First, really about forgetting what your childhood dream is, um, there is, a kind of pressure in our society. Uh, Well, it depends on, of course, your family, your education, your background. But where I came from, um, serious studies was uh, medicine, was law, was business, even though in my family, business was not really, um, I wouldn't say accepted, but known as a path of career. So naturally you tend to um, know, to to go where uh, you know, and uh, and and to and to encourage your child uh, to do uh, what you know and what you think will be great for them. So most parents uh, are great parents, really, and they just want uh, their children to be happy. And so um, by doing that, sometimes they think that they have to um, help them choose a life, a career, a path. Um, while I do think that as children, we are so deeply connected to our heart and to our soul that we know what suits the best to our life experience. So um, I would say that there is an inner competition uh, when you're, you're growing between what your parents, your um, uh, environment is waiting from you and what you know and feel and vibrate uh, as a child. And then, yeah, the more you grow, the, the the more likely you are to just um, um, get apart and, and set, your, um, set yourself apart from your dream. And so for me, it was just part of the way and part of the path I had to uh, go through in order to um, really become aware that I am more than a body. I am more than a mind. I'm a body, a mind, and a soul. And uh, so for me, it's all okay. And it was the perfect path for me to learn through this forgetting and just remembrance of uh, what I wanted to do as a child. And the second thing is, um, business was also a passion for me when I was a, a children, you know, um, on Sunday night in France, we have a uh, a TV show called Capital, which is about economy. And I was looking at it with my mother and uh, I was dreaming about being a businesswoman and running a company. So that was also something that was very um, pregnant into my, uh, my heart and my soul. And... Uh, so I guess now that what I did is I chose the path that felt the most acceptable at this time, even though it was not really understood and accepted by my family. Because when I told my mother that I wanted to, to do um, an economic baccalaureate uh, and, uh, and go into a business school, she was just like, we don't know this world. We can not help you. She was frightened. So it was already being a rebel yeah. <laughs> to my family to dare this, uh, this this choice but it was most acceptable in uh, into my well social vision of what i could do as a career so so um, it was a dream and, uh, and I went through it and I became uh, an executive in a company and, uh, and the businesswoman I was dreaming of and just I realized that something was missing. And, uh, and now I know that the business part of me is strong and I love it, but the artist part of me is also strong and I love it too and I need to have both parts in my life. So.
1: Talk to us about that moment or that period of your life a couple of years ago which allowed you to discover it at home again. How, how, what was the tipping point or the crisis that you arrived at in your career that allowed you to get reconnected to that talent again?
0: I was in my career in a company and I was lo- loving what I, what I was doing, but I was getting very tired. Um, I couldn't find meaning Uh, uh, and and purpose in what I was doing. And that was special for me because I was working in the organic industry. So that was something that on paper was very perfect. Uh, But in the company, there was um, quite ethical issues and things I wasn't um, in alignment with. And as a manager, I had to, um, let's say, make make my uh, employee not feel too bad about what was going into the company and so I was uh, bearing a lot of pressure because I wanted to protect them and um, and yeah I, I wasn't aligned anymore with what I was doing and what I was asked to do and so it became more and more difficult for me and instead of listening to the first uh, you know intuition and inspirations I had that was telling me that i should just change job or do something else with my life um i began to ask uh, out of myself uh, outside to to other peoples and um most of the times when you're not sure about yourself that's the worst thing you can do because if you are in doubt Uh, Of course, what will come at you is uh, things that will just emphasize your doubts. And so, for example, people told me that uh, uh, it will be uh, the same wherever I would go, uh, that all companies are bad, uh, that uh, I'm lucky because I'm in an executive position. I was free of my time, free of my um, organization. I had responsibilities. I had uh, a car, a phone, uh, a computer. Well all the material things that for people are important, but that for me didn't make sense uh, and it never did. So for me, that wasn't um, a strong argument, but so, but yeah, you, you listen to that and you sh- just start doubting even more. And you're just like, am I right? Um, am I not just the, the lucky girl, you know, uh, crying, but, but just not realizing that she's so lucky that she, sh- she should be happy. And uh, I can just... Um, picture again myself um, washing the dishes and thinking I'm in the perfect life on paper. I've got a, a wonderful husband, um, a wonderful house, the perfect job. I love my teams. I love my job per se. And so everything was perfect, but I was feeling empty inside. And that's so hard to explain because people will judge you, just think that you're too lucky to realize that you're lucky. Um, I, I've got African background too, so of course I was thinking that my life could be far worse if I was in Africa. And so you just put all that and, and it became part of the equation um, why it should not. Yeah. For me now, the only equation that matters, or the only criteria that matters, is my heart. is Is it right for me? Just deep inside, is it right for me? If it's yes, I go. If it's no, I don't go. And and now that I'm reconnected to that, I don't need to to ask others about all that. But at that precise time, um, uh, yeah, on my life, I think I needed to go through that to realize how far, really, how far you can go from listening to yourself and just feeling lost, confused, yeah. um, because just you, you you, embody and become what people want you to become. And uh, and for me, that's like the worst thing I can experience, really. I, I really uh, know that experiencing and living my truths, even through what we call failure, um, is what I love to do. And even though people don't understand uh, around me, that's okay, really, because these experiences are so dense intense and uh, and and profound for me that really i i'd rather fail uh, listening to myself than succeed listening to anybody else really
1: i'd rather fail listening to myself than succeed in listening to others wow By the way, if you're curious to listen to my speech from the FAIL conference about my own life journey of learning to embrace failure and learning to look at different life experiences through multiple lens uh, that we choose on the basis of how we want to be looking at situations and also on the basis of how others around us are pushing to label something as failure or success. So check out the link in the show notes. So how did you start listening to yourself? What was it that made the decision possible to leave your previous career? And do you think there could have been something along the way that could have speeded up these realizations, having different people around you or practices or something that would have allowed you to reconnect to this truth earlier in life?
0: The tipping point for for me was, period in in time when I was so lost so confused so so stuck so stagnant you know and I've got a, a very vivid and moving energy so when I'm not moving and I don't feel like I'm moving forward in life I feel very very bad and very very quickly I can you know feel overwhelmed and and confused and 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 so when I when I arrive at this stage of not feeling comfortable inside, I know that I have to do something because I just can't stay like that, you know? Um uh, And so I was at this point where when I, I told myself one year from now, I can, I, I don't want to be so doubtful, so fearful, so, uh, so hesitating on everything, I just can't. And so it was, about one year after deciding to, uh, after having left my company and deciding to launch uh, a new one, um, and so at this time, you know, when you're, uh, you know, at this yeah, so far in your in your lostness, <laughs> your loss, maybe, um, just you listen. You, you don't have the choice, you know, and so you listen. And I was just like, I'm going to listen to whatever. My heart is saying, uh, I don't know what it will be, but I'm going to listen. I have to move forward. And so I guess at at this point, I decided to just remove my rational mind, um, very powerful brain uh, uh, of the the equation and just listen to my heart. I was just like, I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to listen to you because uh, now I, I want to move forward, and I, I feel that I have to listen to my heart. And so the first thing that came, and it was just like um, automatic writing, you know. And so for for me now, it's normal. But at this time in my life, it was just like, okay, whatever, <laughs> you know. I'm going to try it because that's my last chance. Um, and so uh, I, I tried. I, I was yeah, I was just listening, and I heard, and 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 I wrote. Um, what was that? It was uh, written words, written words. You you have to write written words. And I was just like, what, why? I, I don't know, but okay. And so I started to write and I started to publish uh, a book called um, um, En français, Entreprendre Chemin Initiatique. Uh, I would translate it as um, entrepreneurship is a, an init- initiation, um, and so I started to write about that, and uh, and a couple of months later I uh, recovered. Well, remembered that I wanted to be an artist, and then uh, I went on stage, and then I started singing. So you know, everything just then clicked and uh, and um, and followed through. But. Uh, but, well, yes, yeah, his tipping point was just enough is enough. <laughs> I don't want to be stuck anymore. I don't want to feel lost. Yeah. And so I'm, doing to, I'm going to listen to my heart.
1: Yeah, yeah. But what I find interesting is the, the B-bomb, the burnout, uh, where typically for... In most people's hero's journeys, you go through this burnout suffering as part of your corporate career and then that's when you tell yourself enough is enough because my body should come first and I'm going to drop that identity and I'm going to open to the possibilities of discovering the new. But in your case, what's interesting is that the burnout kicked in after you've started following your heart-centered journey. So that's what makes me so curious in what are actually the risks of, you know, plunging, diving deep into whatever you feel like, oh my God, like finally I've discovered it and I know and I'm going to follow my heart. I'm going to give it all because it cannot fail me because finally I discovered my truth. But in your case, it did. And you found yourself in the midst of another crisis in the hospital again. So What was the failure that happened there along the way of pursuing your new identity?
0: Well, first I will say, I have to be honest, that during my corporate um, end of career, I also had, a don't know if it was a burnout, but well, my body didn't respond anymore. So um, Mm -hmm. now I know uh, that burnout, well, some time types of personalities are more um, likely to do a burnout because we are very intense. And when this intensity is not brought into something that is meaningful and purposeful for us, and when we are not aligned, even while doing something that is meaningful for us, then we have the risk to have a burnout. So first, also at, at the end of my career in, in a company was that body issues that, um, um, allowed me to realize that I really needed to change and made me uh, decide to, uh, to to launch my business. So that was the first one. But the second one, you're, you're right, was um, after having decided to uh, focus on music uh, and the word focus is important here, uh, and launch my first album. And so, as I mentioned, I'm quite intense. And so I went on it, on it all, um, uh, we say, uh, corps et âme en français, body and soul. And that's really the case for me. And so I learned everything I could about music, about writing, composing and everything. And I started to write, to compose. And that was my dream life. I went to New York, meet uh, my producer. Uh, That was amazing. I was just on top of my world. I was happy above words. That was perfect. Um, But then... Uh, I put myself under the pressure of sending my demo into um, a a very, let's say, short span of time that I decided from my brain uh, (laughs) and mind uh, uh, part, And and so I put a lot of pressure on me, even on my dreams. And that's what I'm saying in 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 the conference. You you take yourself uh, the good parts and the bad parts wherever you go, whatever job you do. So don't think that everything will be different because you will do another job. No, you will learn uh, something. Some some yeah, some types uh, or so some um, um. Bad. I don't like the label bad, but something that are preventing you from being happy, you will overcome them uh, quite easily and quite quickly. And some things you will have to um, go through hard times to just realize that you don't want that part of you to be uh, dominant in, anymore. And so for me, it was the perfectionist part uh, and uh, the part of me that had that uh, that has learned to. Um, that hardworking is um, needed to achieve and to succeed. That uh, if, I'm, if I'm not doing things into a very short span of time, it's not good. That if I'm not doing things every day, uh, um, it's, it's bad. Uh, well, that, that was a lot of limiting beliefs that I had integrated. Um, some of them uh, went out um, quite easily. Uh, at the beginning of my of my, uh, of my my um, listening to my heart pass. But then at this time on music, I needed to realize that I was going too far once again. Uh, and I was uh, hard on me, hard on my body. I wasn't listening to myself enough, even though I was meditating, I was doing yoga, I was uh, eating healthy food, you know. On paper, once again, everything was perfect, but you can't lie to your soul.
1: I know this is a little bit of a woohoo subject to talk about failure and success in pursuing your soul, but there's also the other half of our brains uh, thinking about failure when we're in the hardcore business, when we're in the black and white worlds of sports. So this other side is addressed in another part of our series of interviews about failure with Sofia Beloca. So click on the link somewhere around here to counterbalance it with the story of this interview.
0: But I learned so much about self-healing, about, about all that I had learned to, to grow and expand as a soul. I, and now I could embody it and, and learn to apply it to my life, um, meditate every day, stay focused, be present. Accept to postpone when it's not okay and it's not in your, in your rhythm, and I was obliged to because I was too tired to do everything. So I was obliged to listen to all that, and so this inner wisdom I just love so much. I feel so grateful to be able to to walk and live with it. I I get I got the chance to apply it into my life and to to climb the emotional scale from anxiety, depression. Um, and all the bad thoughts you can have in such a hard time in life to finding inner peace and joy again and and yeah, and now looking back to these past months, i'm I'm grateful, I'm grateful. It wasn't easy, but I'm grateful. Check out all the links in the descriptions.
1: To the other parts of this series i'll be looking forward to your comments and likes and share it with whoever in your surroundings might be might be tortured a little bit by the mainstream perception of success that this might be a little bit of a liberation for them and obviously click on the subscribe and follow buttons depending on where you're listening to this either lucia kleschintzva on youtube or lights in europe on our podcast channels